Brisk is banging on the... Banging on the fridge with the silly hoop. Okay, everybody, time's up. Wrap up your conversations. Our tactical meeting is officially back in order. Next. Alright, has everyone shut up yet? I think so. Great. Let's not waste another second then. I'm diving right into this. Everyone pay close attention, try to keep up. I'll start by describing the exact nature of the threats we're dealing with and go from there. Next. According to intelligence gathered during our trip along with some reconnaissance work on arrival, this session has four, possibly five major adversaries. The Condacy, of course, and three Jack Noirs of varying levels of danger. Plus, there's a female prospodin of equal power to the strongest Jack. She's sort of an X-factor. It's hard to accurately gauge her threat level, but I'm not about to take any chances. All these threats are just outside the Incipisphere, en route to the session as we speak. Once they arrive, all hell will break loose. That's when Endgame is officially go. You only have a few hours to prepare, so you need to listen to every word I say. Victory will depend on following my plan to the letter. Next. Yeah, so they're just seeing what all the all the threats are. Yeah. Uh, who's taking who? I'll take Roxy. Uh, I'll so... Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, we should probably figure it out There's first. five voices on this page. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, I can do Kanaya still. I can do the red voices. Okay, that's it. So, where's the Kanasi right now? She's on Durs, preparing for the same critical convergence herself. After our little prison raid caught her completely off guard, costing her some hostages and key points of leverage, we're essentially reached a temporary ceasefire by default while both sides regroup. This is not how she expected things would go. We had the advantage of surprise that time, but we won't be so lucky next time. She's waiting for the Jacks to get here, just like we are. Once they do, she'll instantly have the upper hand, and she knows this. Her particular combination of abilities, along with her supervillain-like cunning, make her an extremely dangerous part of this equation. That's why we need a good strategy in place before the shit gets to the breeze blender. Oh, sorry. So, in addition for waiting for way too many jacks to get here, we're also waiting for my bro, too, right? Who gets here at the same time, or...? Yes, the other Strider was banished to the periphery as well, and he is in transit. He'll arrive at the same time, give or take, and should be a great tactical asset. Sources tell me the dude is pretty good with a sword. That's me. I'm the source. I told her that, and it's true. Yes, thank you, Arqueus. This is starting to sound a bit complicated. How are we supposed to keep track of all these villains and heroes coming and going when and where? You're right, Kanaya. At this point in the meeting, I think we could use some diagrams to help with the battle plans. Carcat, if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Next. Uh, I'll take Carcat. Yeah. Okay. I still have no idea why we put me on drawing duty. I'm easily the worst artist here. And in a setting that includes Dave, let's get real, that's no small feat. I specifically assigned you to diagramming duty so it wouldn't keep you occupied. That way you'd stand a chance at keeping your mouth shut while I talk strategy. That's worked out great so far, hasn't it? We've lost so many seconds to me complaining about drawing already. Sure, but I know that drawing requires a lot of concentration from you. Once you're in the zone, I expect you'll simmer down. Wow, fuck you. You're probably right, but fuck you nonetheless. Where the shit is my art pencil? I have some drawing to do. Next. <laughs> Great! 
Yeah, so we have uh, dogs. Strong of the Insisphere. Dogs. Strider. Jack. Other Jack. HIC. Uh, we are here. Yep. Let's run down the threat list with a full debriefing of each threat. We'll start with the big fish herself, the former empress of our world, her imperious condescension. The only reason we've been able to temporarily neutralize her stronghold on this session is by taking two major pieces away from her, Harley and Crocker. Rest assured, she's already scheming to reassert her dominance, and if it weren't for my intervention here, I bet everything I had on Sea Witch. She spent centuries upgrading her abilities, which now include both kinds of telekinesis, the simpler variety more common to rustbloods and the nasty kind which sometimes yellow-blooded mutants have involving all the fucking eye lasers and shit. If that weren't enough, she has a mix of telepathic abilities too, like mine, plus the animal communion kind more typical of brown bloods. Like me! Yes, Tavros, like you. This means she can hijack animals and trolls, assuming they aren't particularly resistant to influence like me, obviously. Humans, I'm guessing, are still off-limits to our influence, unless they've got some animal blood in them, which is what makes Jade such a dangerous element here. One of the mission-critical priorities is to make sure she stays asleep. If she ever wakes up and the Condacy takes control again, that's probably game over for you guys. Jade's first guardian abilities make her too much to deal with on top of everything else. It's also possible that the Condacy may have some sway over the Prospidin and one of the Jacks because of their part-dog nature, too. It's hard to say what their level of resistance is, so I can't really be sure. Strategically, it's best to err on the safe side, though, and presume this could be an issue. This is why we're taking on the Condacy has to be a huge priority. Ideally, you should be trying to kill or disable her as quickly as possible. But if that's easier said than done, then what you need to do is keep her occupied. Throw everything you have at her. Whatever crazy powers you've got, just keep her busy. Distract enough by a bunch of pesky kids so she won't have time to get clever with her powers. This is the best defense against the off chance she might be able to sway the dog Jack and Prospidin, and a failsafe in case Jade wakes up for whatever reason. When it comes to killing her, I don't have much to advise. There's no intel on her weaknesses or anything like that. In fact, I'd bet she doesn't have anything. Like any powerful endgame boss, you just have to keep hammering away at her until she's dead. Nuff said. Next. God. <laughs> Creepy Jack. Yeah. This brings us to the Jacks. To differentiate, I'll give them nicknames. There's Dog Jack, Lord Jack, and Robo Jack. Let's talk about them in order of threat level. Carcat, I'm going to need another shitty drawing. This time of Dog Jack and his Prospidian counterpart, please. Give me shitty drawings. <laughs> Next. <laughs> he drew two middle fingers Ah yes, I see your intent on being a wiggler about this As we've all come to expect Whatever, I've been working within the confines of everyone's stupid limitations already So I may as well work around yours as well Next Shot <laughs> <laughs> shoot dogs on the fingers <laughs> With the swords and the wings there. Perfect. Dog Jack is easily the most powerful adversary of the bunch in terms of pure physical capability. The Condacy has the edge in guile and flexibility, and Lord Jack has a ton of offensive power too, but there's nothing quite like the first guardian abilities to give someone an overwhelming tactical advantage. The ability to teleport anywhere in the session anytime, or anyone anywhere at any time, while having access to an inexhaustible power supply from the Green Sun really makes it no contest, even against an otherwise awesome combatant. If it weren't just him you had to deal with, I wouldn't like your odds, honestly. But lucky for us, there's a major factor here which should mostly neutralize him during this huge melee, which is the Prospidian. Power-wise, she's a precisely even match for him. 
and better yet, she apparently can't stand the guy. I still don't know what her real motives are, but you know what they say, enemy of my enemy and all. So I let her say have at him, and if the opportunity presents itself, help her defeat him. I will also give this bit of advice. If Jade ever wakes up, and the Condacy is sufficiently preoccupied, make sure Jade goes nowhere near the Condacy and sick her on Dog Jack. She's the only one here whose abilities are on par with his, so that's where they're best applied. Got it? Good. Yeah, so Dog Jack can't hurt Jade, so... Right, so she's safe. Mm-hmm. Next. Next, Lord Jack. Carcat? This panel just looks like Risk is staring at Carcat's ass. <laughs> it, it is that. Yeah. Next. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. Because not safe for work in this. Oof. How does this look? Great. I think I can work with this. Uh, he drew two circles and it says, kiss my shame globes. Yeah. <laughs> Next. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, there's Lord Jack Ah yes Another true work of art has been made here today Anyway this ugly customer you see here This is the Jack native to this session We're in now Somehow he got possessed by or like infused with Lord English's crazy ridiculously Destructive magical energy I have no idea why or how this happened However it's theoretically even possible Or why he should actually care the fact of the matter is it happened and now we have to deal with this hideous rainbow-eyed monstrosity. Given what I've learned about Lord English's abilities, this will make his attacks quite lethal and he'll be extremely difficult to kill. In fact, that fucking rainbow energy might just give him the highest constitution ranking of any adversary, possibly making him the toughest one here to actually kill off. The only reason he's not at dog-tier level threat is because for all his power, at least it's localized to, where he ever, to wherever he happens to be. He's about as slow as the rest of us lowly non-omnipotents. He's not quite as relevant to keep occupied or even defeat as the Condacy herself. But he's still going to be huge trouble when he gets here. You're going to need to stick some really good fighters on him. My advice is also to seriously prepare for casualties during that fight. As the group's cheap healer, Jane is going to need rapid access to multiple fronts of this battle. More on that later. Next. Aww. Oh, get back to his his buddy Jack. Yeah. That brings us to Robo Jack. He's the Jack originating from our session. Remember him, Carcat? We hatched a plan with him to take down the Black Queen. Seems like so long ago, doesn't it? Now apparently he's got some cybernetic upgrades. Who the fuck knows how that happened, or for that matter, why or how he's on the way here now? My mind boggles trying to even picture the amount of stupid shit he's been through between now and when we knew him. Put this on the ever-lengthening list of garbage that doesn't matter, nobody cares about. The fact is, we have no idea what his affiliations are at this point, but like I'm always saying, best to just plan for the worst and assume this is another scrub we've got to kill. He's the lowest on the threat level, though his various enhancements and accessories may pose more of a challenge than we bargained for. He's also traveling with a juju known for its high storage capacity, so he's possibly packing company. Maybe a lot of company. I won't get into that now, though. You're going to need to reserve a squad for dealing with this guy and whoever he's brought along for the ride. It's a lesser priority, so I recommend an ensemble of third stringers. No offense to whoever those brave souls may be. Every lame wad has their place in an epic battle and everyone's effort counts. Egbert looking kid, I'm looking at you. Ah. Possibly you too, Tavros. Maybe. <gasps> Next. Car got to sit down with all drums. Yeah. Yep. 
that covers the overall tactical situation. Great mm. job, Carcat. Really, just an all-around great, great job. I mean that. Thank you. Now listen, we've got to keep these battles spread out across the session so you all don't start tripping on each other's toes, turning this into more of a clusterfuck than it already is. That means you need to station teams ready, intercept the jacks wherever they're coming from. You also need to launch your lightning strike raid on the Condacy before any of them get here. As for your party's healer, like I said, she'll need to be highly mobile. So you'll, what you'll need to do is lay out a network of key portals and transporters so she can make the rounds and be in tight communication with her. One of you less relevant, more mobile folks should get on that now. Next. See? Scatter window portals like this around the various battle sites. Yo, did you loot my house or something? Please don't interrupt. Transportalizers will work too if you can get them all hooked up, right? This is definitely busy work, so but it's also really important. We need somebody competent in charge of this. I think I can handle that. Yeah? Yes. I'm quite mobile in this new form. Also, I think my abilities will help with forecasting the optimal network to lay out, along with helping Jane coordinate her routes during battle. Plus, I have to admit, I kind of relish the idea of being a less relevant party member, particularly since I think it is inherently true now. Okay, Rose, uh, Rose Sprite? That's great. You can volunteer for that job if you want, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. We'll be divvying up the roles momentarily, but cool, we have you down for that. Again, it's critical. The whole party will need to defend Crockett's life at all costs. She cannot get sucked into any combat. If she dies, you could all be fucked. Be sure to fill her in on the logistics whenever Arqueus has finished deprogramming her. Everyone got it? Awesome. Since that pretty much thoroughly covers the full tactical situation, we can move on to the real strategizing. Now we can assign combat roles. Next. Riska, wait. Huh? Before you go on, I just want to say, I'm really impressed with your strategic analysis so far. You really seem to be all over this. I wouldn't even know where to begin figuring all this stuff out. Anyway, I'm glad we have you back on our side. Aw, thank you, John. Just thought I'd say, I didn't want you to go through all this stuff for us thinking it was going unappreciated. Anyway, please continue. You got it. Now it's time to divide everyone into teams. Let's go down the list of foes again and assign party members to each battle. Once again, starting from the top. Next. The Condacy. We'll need the team to raid Durs again, but this time for all the marbles. And remember, the raid has to start before the rest of the action to keep her from getting the upper hand. And the party has to be at least good enough to, if not defeat her, keep her busy for a long time. So, who wants a piece of the Sea Witch? Next. Oh, the th- Me. Uh... Should someone else take Roxy? <laughs> Me! Me. Alright, I've got two takers from the Lalonde camp. We'll need more, though. Who else? I'll go. You sure, John? I think so. From what you said, it sounds like this is the most important battle. If we don't keep her busy, everything could get messed up. I think I'd be good at that. I can use all my windy powers for distractions and such. Okay, you're with the Lalonde's team. Make it count. I may as well go, too. It would be a shame if the party defeating the woman who terrorized our planet for ages had no representation from our species. Shame or not, I'm afraid that won't work, Kanaya. Why not? You can't join their party. Well, not yet at least. There's another critical role which you specifically need to play first. We can't risk losing you in battle until it's complete. What is it? I'll explain later, after the teams are set. 
Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Next. Okay, let's say Team Codicy is good enough for now with John, Rose, and Roxy. Next foe, Dog Jack. Like I said, we're banking on the Prosperity and keeping him busy, so he's not an immediate battle priority, but we won't design we won't designate a team for him right now. But as I mentioned, in the event Jade wakes up for some reason, she should be reserved exclusively for this fight. That means someone needs to tell her, if not in person, then some other way. Perhaps leave a reminder for her. Maybe tied to her finger or something? Others can join the fight against him if need be once their targets have been dealt with. Until then, better to let the heavy hitters keep him in check. Next. Next, Lord Jack. Who wants dibs on this guy? Uh, I guess that's me. Next. Okay, Dave. There are all these rumors swirling around that I've got to beat L.E. anyway, which is probably bogus, but whatever. Killing this guy at least would be the next best thing, right? So maybe if I do that, I could, like... Put the prophecy to rest. That logic seems reasonable to me. For what it's worth, I never bought into the idea that you were supposed to be the one to kill English anyway. So that's one down. Who else? Okay, why not? You sure, Terezi? You're not a mortal, remember, and this one's going to be tough. You said we need good fighters to go at this guy. I think I'm pretty decent. At least at stabbing things, so I'll go. Besides, someone has to witness Dave's heroism if he wants to be let off the hook for that prophecy. Hey, it's your decision. Anyone else? What about Dave's bro? I heard he's supposed to be hot shit. Uh, yeah, sure. You're fine. That's fine if, uh, you're comfortable volunteering someone who isn't here for a deadly battle. It's cool if you want to do that. Dave, come on. It's as if it's not extremely likely he'd seek you out on getting here anyway. Why don't we just pencil him into the team as probably? Mm. Just be sure to debrief him on the whole situation when he gets here. Think you can handle that, Dave? Okay, great. Which reminds me, how about you, Arqueus? How do you want to fit into this? I haven't decided yet. I'm going to crunch some more numbers and the vast combat matrix I just compiled now in the micro-blink of a nanosecond to deduce the auto-strategic appreciative of my assets. Die muscles. Joining real Dave in battle is semi-tempting, but I do not wish to hoard in on real Dirk. Uh, instead, I'd prefer to blaze my own trail with my own hooves. I always wanted to do something really important and heroic. I mean, aside from all the other stuff I've done like that, which is quite a lot. But something quite grandiose and perfectly unmistakable as a jester towards the tide of fortune for all existence. This is what I always desired. Well, which is to say, both halves of me once had such an ambivalent desire, which was compromised by our respective internalized conflicts. But together, that desire is fully realized, no longer ambivalent. Nay, it is now fully bivalent, perhaps even unilevalent. I would like my gesture to shock everyone. I must come from out of the blue. Making virtually no sense, stun all involved, and have a lasting, profound, unintelligible impact on all future and proto-pseudo-future events. <sighs> Does this answer your question? Oh, sorry, I was just temporarily mesmerized by your incredible spiel. Needless to say, I absolutely agree with your philosophy on heroic action and wanting to do something important. In any case, you've earned the right to do whatever the fuck you want just by dint of being awesome. End of story. Okay, next... 
got a bad for Arqueus. Yeah. Next. Oh, the felt. Yeah, remember those guys? Yeah. Yeah, remember those guys? They didn't stop being a thing. <laughs> we'll need to des- we'll need to designate. I hate that it's just design with an eight on it. <laughs> Fuck. We'll need to designate a team for Robojack and his entourage. Okay, full disclosure, this is where things get kind of stupid. Even talking about this guy and his crew is probably a waste of good tactical analysis. But the fact is he's going to be here and you're going to have to deal with this bullshit. I strongly recommend the dregs of your party get stuck with mop-up duty on this. Really, I'm kind of laughing already. Man, I really don't want to spoil too much fun for you guys, but no, I shouldn't. What? Okay. Intelligence reports I have gathered, namely through a bit of time-hopping reconnaissance, or just that Robojack may, I repeat, may, be in transit with a bunch of green time-traveling idiots in that oven. Don't quote me on that. Anyway, if true, none of these bozos are particularly powerful. They'll mainly just be a nuisance. Who wants to deal with them, hmm? Hey, kid. Kid. Yes, I'm talking to you again. God damn it, what was his name again? Joke? Riska, stop! It's Jape, and you know it! Listen, joke. Joke? Snap out of it, I'm talking to you. Oh, sorry. This is a strategy session joke, please stay alert. Now, do you think you can handle being on this team? Uh... Awesome, that's the spirit. This assignment should be right up your alley, kid. Who else? Me! I'll do it! Thanks for volunteering, Davros. This fight is pretty well suited to your skill set, too. And you can join Joke here and help him get ready, but there's one thing I need to do to you before the battle starts. Oh, really? What? I'll explain to you later in private, but it is critical and only something you can do. Oh, that makes me the funny feelings combination of skeptical, nervous, and excited. Good. That's exactly how you should be feeling about it. Trust me. So, anyone else want to step forward? Are you fucking with me now? Come again. Well, let's see if I'm tallying this up right. John and Lalons are one and two are in the team Connacy. The Strider Bros and Pirate on the Lord team. Jade, when not on map on nap duty, is on the dog team exclusively. The mayor isn't doing shit because I am personally seeing it that not a single post-apocalyptic tatter on his head gets harmed. Crocker is on healing duty, and Lalonde 3 volunteered to support that. Kanaya has some vague yet-to-be-explained mission to do, and so does Tavros. And Joke here gets to shut it off in the Peewee League. So who the fuck is even left aside from me? Are you f- and the fucking cat, I guess. Are you sure you wouldn't pick a roll for Rose's fucking cat loose before moving on to the absolute bottom of the barrel, sometimes referred to as the Vantage Zone? Oh, great point, Carcat. Hey there, kitty. Meow. What would you like to do? I would like to eat some tuna fish and cuddle with either Rose or Roxy or both. Oh, okay, that could be your very important job. Don't let us down. Thank God we got that sorted out. Now that we've established the kitty cat is uh, heading up the fish-eating operation, I think we can safely proceed to the rung of strategic importance directly below that. The infamous what is Carcat going to do rung. And since everyone else has a job and my skills are relatively unimpressive, I'll have to sign up for Team Dipshit 2. 
Hell, even the kid in the banana hammock is a god tier at least. So I guess that means I'll be taking orders from him? Sure, why not? Second command to a third-rate hero sounds about right to me. Carcat, yes, you're absolutely right that you basically suck, and that as a tactical resource, you should be managed accordingly. But you aren't joining Joke's team, or doing any fighting for that matter. Like Kanaya, there's another more pressing matter reserved for you. In fact, it's the same as hers. What the fuck? When were you planning on telling me this? Carcat, I already alluded to this when you waltzed over, interrupted my conversation with Kanaya, and pretended you weren't flirting with me, remember? Oh, right. Well, what's this pressing matter? I'm getting to that. Very soon, in fact. I just need to get the team squared away first. Okay, well, are they? Looks like it. So that means Joke, fuck Jake, I mean, really is a one-man team designed to detonate a Robojack and his oven bozos? Apparently. You okay with that, kid? Um... You can do it. Just believe in yourself, or whatever the fuck. When in doubt, just remind yourself that the battle isn't even particularly important. And help could be on the way. Some Once some of the other battles start coming to their sort of resolution, just hang in there. Uh, okay. Excellent. Next. <laughs> that concludes the tactical planning part of this debriefing. It's all perfectly logical, right? No questions or anything? Cool. Really, I shudder to think what you numbskulls would be doing if I went around, like John just implied with his nice remarks. He really did you all the biggest fucking favor in the history of time shenanigans by clobbering me in the face three years ago. You should all make him a gift basket when this is over to show your gratitude. No need to thank me, of course. I'm just doing my job here. Now, let's go over some really basic non-combat endgame stuff, then we'll be ready to break. Next. First, about Kanaya and Karkat's mission I alluded to a minute ago. This is very important. You both listening? Yes. No. Okay, well, one out of two isn't bad. Do you, as do long you as want, Kanaya under... There's hmm? gonna be a lot of Kanaya and Vriska talking. Do you want... <laughs> do, do you want to take Kanaya? Or does Luke want to take Karkat or something? I can take whoever you need me to take. Um... Uh, Luke, go ahead and take Karkat, or... Okay. Okay. I, what What's good for you, Ashley? I don't... That That's good for me. All right. Okay. No! Okay, well, one out of two isn't bad. As long as Kanaya understands that's mainly what matters since she's the most important part of this mission. Wow, I'm fucking shocked. What do we, or... Excuse me. What does she have to do? You both have to go to Jade's planet and see Echidna. Even though this session is about as far from normal as it could possibly get, the same basic rules apply. Someone needs to seek an audience with her and get her to release the Genesis Frog. Or the tadpole that grows up to become the frog, which is the stage of development he's in at this point. Remember, Kanaya, you had to do this on your planet to get our frog released into Skaya. Yeah, she asked me to do something impossible. To which I applied, that's impossible. And so ended up... And she ended up demanding that I fight her. So I did. Which made me feel sad. I'd rather not have to do that again. Will I have to do that again? If that's what she wants, then yes. Why does it have to be me, though? Because someone has to. Sources tell me this is the plan the Condacy had for you before we derailed all her shit. You keep talking about all these sources. Who are all these sources? Did Arqueus tell you this, too? 
Now, look, I've been busy, okay? Information is everywhere if you know where to look. Durst has a lot of agents on the inside who are wise to the old lady's plans. Shaking the bushes for good intel isn't that complicated. It just takes a little effort. Some people on this little path should maybe try looking into that sometime. If you say so. Would you just... can... Would you just put a lid on it for a second and listen? Normally Jade would be the one to do this, but at the time, Jade became pre-corrupted, so I guess Echidna won't deal with her. And now Jade's asleep, which is exactly how she needs to stay. So that leaves the person Echidna requested in Jade's absence, which is you. I'm assuming because you are also a space player, so you'll be able to understand her garbled nonsense language. But that's not all there is to it. She also requested you bring Carcat. Ah, why the hell would she want to see me? No idea. Denizens are mysterious. Maybe she wants a knight along, or a blood player, or maybe she just has a bone to pick with you in particular. You know, since you and Kanaya were both involved in the frog breeding stuff in our session, and let's face it, you kind of messed that up. You were pretty hasty and reckless about it, and the result was a defective frog. Sure, there's more to it than that, like problems with the human session that were totally interrelated with ours due to cyclical time garbage, but you get the point. Echidna probably doesn't take kindly to people who are cavalier with sacred frog duties. That's kind of her domain, like propagation of existence and all that, so maybe you've got some stuff to atone for before she agrees to let another precious frog out of her divine custody. You're doing this on purpose, aren't you? Trying to make me feel bad about some ancient history so I'll be nervous about this encounter? Well, I'll spare you the trouble, I'm already nervous. I don't want to go prostrate myself before a babbling snake goddess, even under ideal circumstances. Carcat, relax. I'm guessing this will just be some sort of formality. It's how things have always struck me with her, like getting the blessing from a queen or some huge mythical matriarch before proceeding with some incredibly important event or claiming a cosmic reward. Or maybe you'll just have to kill her again. I don't see what difference it makes. Really, who knows what her real purposes are? They're probably totally unfathomable. Echidna's kind of a big deal denizen. One of the real heavy hitters, like that other guy. The really strong one with the ridiculous name. She might even be the biggest deal. She's the mother of all denizens. I mean, not in the literal sense, like I really doubt she physically spawned them all. So if she wants you to do something, it's serious. And if you need to do something of massive cosmic significance, like release a frog that contains entire universe in its belly, then by the same token, it has to go through her. The other denizens are a bunch of petty grumbling riddle merchants by comparison. You should feel honored she even wants to see you. How are we even sure she has a frog to release? Who made this frog? The jokers from this session? Oh, they spent months doing nothing. It's the same frog Jade made with Kanaya's help, remember? Hell, you may have even been involved in that process too, I don't recall every single detail. But it fell in the forge on Jade's planet back in the old session and now Jade's planet is here. Hence, the frog is here too. It's just been, let's say hibernating inside the planet for a few years. Echidna kept it warm for us until we were ready, which is now. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember now. So the Condacy was gonna make us do this originally? Why? Because her goal was pretty much the same as ours. To win this game and create a universe. The battle taking place here isn't over whether one will be created, it's over who gets to control it when it's made. Ideally, that should be us rather than a genocidal fish dictator. In fact, we don't want anyone to control it. Nobody should control the universe. That's what bad guys try to do. We just want it to be a nice place to live, and free of any controlling influence that will make life miserable for the people who live there. Having an attitude about the ultimate reward that differs from that in any way was just another thing we fucked up the first time around. So, let's just be clear on what we're fighting for here. Got it? <sighs> yeah, you've made your point. 
next. Vriska's holding Earth inside an eight ball. Yeah. Yeah. Next item, Earth. When you enter the new universe, you're going to need a planet to live on. Why not just resettle the one you all grew up on? The kind of see kind of fucked it up, though. In your scratched universe, she spent a few centuries getting it ready for a new troll paradise. She flooded the whole thing. So when you get there, you'll need to skip ahead to sometime far in the future when the oceans have receded. Should be livable by then. Hell, it may be even a pretty nice place. Here, John, take this. When the battle is over, make sure you give it to Jade. Next. What is it? It's Earth. Remember how three years ago you told Frezzy we needed your wallet, but you didn't have it? Well, in the time since, we talked about it a lot and figured this was most likely the reason she told you to give it to us. It wasn't a big deal, actually. We spent some time deciphering the code for your wallet. It took a little while and a few lucky guesses on the code digits, but we eventually got there. Then I just used it to upgrade my much cooler 8-ball modus. You hacked my dad's wallet? Sure. Like I said, we had some time on our hands. It is, after all, just a fucking wallet. It's not like it's some legendary item he got on a mythical dad quest. I mean, he did buy the thing somewhere, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't know, I still think it's a pretty special thing. Nope. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, it is literally just a wallet. Anyway, then before I did the scouting work on this session, I rode the meteor through the gate, watched it crash on Earth, then just capsulogged the whole damn thing and got out of there. No sweat. Presumably like Grimbark Jade was supposed to if she wasn't asleep. Again, it was a pretty good plan, she just never saw me coming. Sorry, Condi. If you want your waterlogged little globe back, you'll have to pry it from John's dead hands now. Uh, yeah! <laughs> Next. Those are the important things to remember, but don't forget the basics. Remember to finish building up your hives as far as they'll go. Deploy the grist strings, which will disperse your planet's hordes into Skya, giving it the nutrients it needs to mature the frog. This is Scrub 101 stuff, but I guess it bears repeating since most of you have never actually made it this far. When the hordes are empty and Skya is ready, then all you have to do is make sure someone's in position to ignite the forge. Then everyone rendezvous right back here on the lily pad to claim the ultimate reward, which is representative by the hive-shaped thingy with a door on it that leads to the new universe. Any questions before we kick this into action? Next. Three, two, one, let's jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have one. Riska, what's your part in all this, aside from making all these airtight plans? You're making it sound like you won't be here when all this happens. Of course I won't. I'll be off doing something much more important than all this. I'm traveling to the furthest ring to go kill Lord English. What? Whoa, isn't that gonna be, uh, hard? Of course it will be. Are you sure you can even do that? Like, by yourself, I mean. John, I'm not an idiot. I won't be diving into this blindly. See, somewhere out there in the incomprehensible casual stew of the furthest ring, there was once a plan that was coming together to defeat him once and for all. It involved a secret weapon, an army, and all sorts of other shenanigans. Yeah, this sounds weirdly familiar. Oh, I'm sure it does. But the point is, along the way, that plan stalled out. It went nowhere because the party involved disintegrated and lost their way. So someone needs to light a fire under that shit again, and I don't see how anyone else stepping forward. How are you gonna do that? Let me worry about that. You have your hands full enough as it is. Next. So is... that it? Is that the end of the cool strategy jam slash fun reunion? That's it. 
That's the whole situation, my whole plan, and everything you need to do. Good luck, everyone. Human golf clap. Thanks, Pyro. All right, so what now? Can I, uh, I guess we had to, what was it? Low Jade? Like, right now, since I guess the clock is ticking? Low faff. And yes. Right, and we're supposed to go after the condensy, the condensy really soon, right? Condensy, then yes. But not like right away? There are still a couple hours for us to prepare, which we should use to come up with a fighting strategy. Yeah. I wish Jade and Nana could be awake for this. I really want to talk to them and let them in on all the cool stuff we're about to do. I guess they have to stay asleep for a while, though. Oh, well. Hey, Jake. Huh? Want to come make plans with us? We can help you figure out how to deal with Robot Jack and whatever hooligans he's bringing. Oh, yeah, yes. Thanks, John. Maybe. Okay. Hey, Dave. We should probably work out a fight strategy, too, since it sounds like we've got a real nasty one to deal with. Yeah, but... Oh, what? Dunno. Still feels weird for me to make some battle plans when one of our team members still isn't here. Well, I think we can at least outline the strategy, right? Figure out how we'll approach a villain with his particular strengths and weaknesses, and assume our third man will be ready to fight if we tell him to. Yeah, you know I'm sure if teen hard-ass Strider shows up with a sword and shades and shit and we say, Hey, dude, look, bad guy, go kill. I'm sure the guy will be more than willing to oblige. It's just... man. What? It feels wrong, planning around him. Like he's a weird hypothetical battle mannequin. From the things I've heard about him from your personal mouth, that actually sounds like a pretty apt description to me. No, it's... it's more complicated than that. And I'm supposed to... getting ready for this huge deadly battle, which is so much more intense than anything I ever did. Even like three years ago when I was actually doing adventure shit instead of watching Dane Cook movies. Somehow be all geared up for that and meet my teen bro for the first time and say, oh, there you are, that's cool. Let's fight this random nigh-indestructible asshole and then hug bump or something. How do I deal with all this? Think I could end up getting us all killed and none of you are taking this seriously. Okay, Strider, I've heard enough. Huh? I have been more than patient and more than accommodating, but your hang-ups regarding your ancestor are starting to border on pathetic. Hey, why don't you can it? Carcat, stay out of this. No, I won't. Not if you're going to start trashing people with respect to their sensitive issues in a manner that is way over the line as far as the basic ground rules of good-natured shit-talking goes. Ground rules on which I happen to be an expert. Either make sure your trash-mouthed invective is critically constructive or shut up. Who said I wasn't being constructive? God, I cut him all the slack in the world on this, but I can see it isn't doing him or any of us any good at all. I can see I'm going to have to expedite matters. Go figure. Leave it all to Vriska once again. What the fuck are you even going to do? What the fuck is she even going to do? Yeah. <laughs> she has a lot of weird unexplained powers right now that I haven't mentioned at all. Or abilities. Oh, just like how she's been doing time travel reconnaissance and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Well, she got the uh, the time uh, music boxes from Aradia. Oh, did she? They showed that yeah. in the Vriskagram. Right, yeah, okay, yeah, same yeah, way yeah, that sure. Gamzee had him. Yeah. Right, okay. Next. But she's got a uh, a crocker gun. I told you. Next. Oh, she's got a big crocker gun. Oh, she's got a big gun. 
I'm expediting matters. Oh, and Roxy opens like her mouth super wide. <laughs> Next. Oh, she's got it trained she's right on at Dirk. Dirk, yeah. Next. She shoots something. Yeah. Man, I can't believe Next. that's how Dirk dies. Fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> fucked up. It's just. <laughs> oh, that's a, uh, it's a window. Yeah. yeah, it's like that window gun that Jane was using. Next. <laughs> Boop, there he is. <laughs> he lands on Dave. Yep. Next. There you go. Strider meets Strider. He's pretty fucked up, but probably a nice guy once you get to know him. Which one am I talking about, you ask? Who knows? Feeling awkward yet? Here's an idea. Get the fuck over it. Okay, guys, I'm out of here. I'm not sure I can take another second of this. Next. Jeez, Frisco, are they really that bad? Who, the Striders? No, they're fine. It's not what I was talking about. There's another problem out there in Paradox Space which I can't stand for. Not another moment. In fact, it makes me shudder just thinking about this lingering flaw which is yet to be rectified. Oh, what is it? Next. My ghost is being a fucking loser. (laughs) She jumps into the wall and she's taking the plug with her. Yep. Next. Oh, and it powers off. Next. Because that's a very quick way to get to the outer ring. Right. Yep. John just kind of looks at her like, "Mm." (laughs) (laughs) Next. Uh, hello, everyone. We are, we're back. We lost Luke due to uh, a tornado. It just swept him away. He's gone now. Yeah, like, while he was uh, being swept away, he, his last words were, uh, John Rose is canon, which I thought was weird. <laughs> that, that's a really weird thing to say, uh, especially, especially given they had no romantic it, interest in each other for, God, years. Yeah, and the fact that Rose is in a relationship with Kanaya. The fact oh, yeah, that Rose is that... a huge lesbian, in fact, yeah, just kind of really more, puts yeah. a damper on that whole yeah. one. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like, he can uh, he can keep dreaming. It's a big dream. Somebody's got to keep it alive, I guess. Yeah. Yep. That's Luke. Uh, but let's continue. Yeah, let's continue on. We have to be brave. We have to be brave. We carry, have to venture Carry out his dark work. Carry on his dark work. <laughs> Next. Yeah, we just zoom out. Yeah, everybody's on the lily pad still. Next. Keep zooming out, and we're seeing it from Skya. Yep. Next. 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 We're zooming no, out. Even and further out. So yeah, many clouds. And yeah, we're in a cloud in a cloud, and then the that cloud goes turns dark. black. Next. And then we go oh. back, and we are seeing a. Oh, Cali it's dream bubble. Yeah, the dream bubble. So Jane and Jade and Callie. Mm-hmm. God, I forgot what these up were up. Forget about Jane's stupid horns. It's so good. It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. Um, how do you want to split Jane here? Um, I'll take Jane. You sure? Yeah, I'll do it. You you talked a lot as Vriska. I did do a lot of Vriska. 
Star's come. <laughs> okay. I hope I don't sound like too much of a dream bubble, Nas, but... Now that we've remembered we're asleep, how do we... wake up? Good question! I have no idea! I mean, not that I haven't had a wonderful time recording our stories here with you both, but maybe we should return to our friend soon? What if they need our help? Obviously I've enjoyed your company more than I can say, but you're right. You cannot stay here forever. Your friends need you, so I will wake you up. Wait, you could do that? Who? She's got the oh. anti-sleeping magics. Yeah, next. Wow! Okay, then I guess that settles that. But before we go, I just want to say, in case we never get another chance to... Wait, what the... Huh? Something's happening! Oh. Next. Oh. And the stage disappears. Oh. Next. Oh, and the, oh, the thing... The yellow's lighting up. Yep. Next. And they oh, fall. It, oh my god. Next. There they go. Yep. Next. Oh, and the Next. spiral is like coming down. Yeah, it's like falling apart. Next. Yeah. Yep, next. Oh, now it's a slide. Land on it. Yeah, now it's a slide. Next. <laughs> there no, they go. Clumsily falling down it. <laughs> next. <laughs> and now it's a path again. And Jane lands flat on her face. Yeah. Callie's still falling. Jane is just sitting there like, what? Next. But now they gotta follow the yellow brick road. Yep. Next. They're going. Next. Oh. Uh, Transforming oh. to some weird place. Looks... Yeah, I have no idea. My first thought was, uh, Caliborn's ruined Earth, but I have no idea. Yeah. Next. I know this place. Jade knows this place. Jay knows this place. Next. Well, where are we? Next. It's Echidna's lair. Or my memory of it, at least. Next. Oh, okay, then, yeah. Okay, sure. Or possibly someone else's. Mm. Next. Jane! And Jane's out. And she's gone. Next. Yeah, they're waking her up. <laughs> yeah, they waked her up and she does Did her normal thing. Did the big no disobey? Yeah. Yep. Good. Great. Jane's back. Next. <laughs> she's a little frazzled. <laughs> I work a fiddling dabber, you silly shoot nerds. My exceedingly strong work as the party's premier bodybuilding hacker is done. Off I go. Uh. Bye, Arqueous Sprite. Bye, Arqueous Sprite, you suck. Next. Uh, you want to take Jane and I'll take Roxy? Sure. Jane, you're awake. Roxy, you're alive. Or, you're... So are you... You were dead last time I saw you, and before I found you sleeping here, but now you're awake and also alive! Yeah! 
You were dead too, because I... But now you're... Oh god, Roxy, I'm so sorry. I I wasn't thinking straight when... Please forgive me. Ah, uh, Janie, you don't gotta worry about whatever sad incident that frowned from. That's all wandering under a bridge from a reality I got no recollection of, and therefore it don't matter at all. What you mean? This reality here. So, okay, this reality is still kind of relevant because we're literally inside of it at the moment. But I'm new here. I can't wait to keep being Roxy so the old one died or whatever through heck of debacles. That is quite an explanation. Jeez, I've missed you. Come here, you extravagant bitch. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> God. <laughs> Also, Next. Jane correcting her grammar. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That's Jane's Jane. Okay. <laughs> Jane's alright. You know what? Jane's good. Um. But no, yeah, maybe you should apologize for what you fucking said to Roxy, because that was a yeah. fucked up thing you said. Pretty fucked up. <laughs> Like, it said something that that may be one of the most fucked up things in Homestuck. God, what's the line again telling her that she liked her better when she fell off the wagon? No, I liked you better when you were drunk. Right, yes. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, it's... Yeah. Yikes. Wait, no, I'm changing my mind. Jane's not okay again. <laughs> no, yeah. J- Jane, yeah. Um, I guess you'll take John on this one. <laughs> and Rose Sprite? I guess. Because Rose Sprite talks to Rose, and otherwise that gets weird. Yep. The hug pile doesn't stop getting taller. Huh? The hug pile. There are more hugs, Rose. I can see the hugs. I don't understand the pile thing. Oh, don't you remember? A funny quote from one of Dave's old comics. Ah, uh, yes, vaguely. It's been a long journey, John. I believe one of the most valuable lessons that comes with growing up is getting the wisdom that gently informs you when it's time to retire a meme. <laughs> I guess I never earned that handy badge or whatever. I like this, though. Every time someone wakes up or pops out of nowhere, it's fun times all over again. I feel like I should be playing reunion bingo. Who will be next? My money is on the long-awaited and insanely poignant reunion between me and Casey the Salamander. Surely you mean the dear Viceroy Bubbles Von Salamancer, right? And instead of you, you mean me. That's where the real tears will flow. What do you think she's up to? He. No, she's my beautiful daughter. Something tells me the good Viceroy's been busy. Oh? I sense he's been... scheming, plotting, biding his time, accruing dark legions. That shows a thing that would be dumb if true. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Oh boy. The uh, the talk pile doesn't keep from getting taller. Nope. <laughs> also, I just love Rose. Like, hey, jo- hey, John, stop making that joke, please. Hey, John, stop it. <laughs> That meme isn't funny anymore. No, it's just not good. It's been three years, John. John, stop it. I haven't talked to you in three years, John, but shut up. Stop being a meaning fuck. 
Uh, how are we going to split this? Do you want to take Rock? You can take Roxy still. I'll take Roxy. Uh, uh, I eat. I'll I'll take Roxy and Jane, and you just take Rosebite. We'll we'll make it through this. Okay. Yeah. This is just an awkward one. Yep. Hi, Nana. Jane, I mean. Sorry, it's an easy mistake to make, because you're my Nana. <laughs> Real smooth shit, John. Hello, a pleasure to meet you, John, or Pop-Pop, as I used to know you. <laughs> yeah, so I heard. You look so... young. Thanks, so do you. My Nana, who used to be ashes in my fireplace, regained her old womanly visage when I turned her into a sprite, and she helped me along the way. So Nana's a sprite. Did you know that? Uh, no. I thought you should know that. She's probably around somewhere. I hope you could meet her. Also, I'm technically your son. Did you know that? Yeah. It is a pretty strange fact, but also pretty cool. Yup. Oh, Jane, that's my daughter. There, say hi to her. Hi. Hi, John's hot mom. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> also, there's um, uh, another version of Rose who died, and then I buried, and stupid cat unburied her for some reason, and protect her. So say hello to my cool floaty double daughter. Hi, Roxy's double, hot double daughter. <laughs> Rose Prime, I believe you may have just been owned. Goddamn Dave's contagious-ass Freudian boners. <laughs> God. Rose, you useless lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Next. I'll take Jane? Yeah, now that Jane Rose is like Sprite? half of this conversation. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I'll take uh, Jasper I'll take, Sprite. I'll take John, Jane, and Rose Sprite. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I feel so out of the loop. Sorry if I still seem disoriented from my nap, I suppose it was. Or impromptu troll coma. Roxy, you have to clue me in on what happened here. Where are Dirk and Jake? And for that matter, John, where are your other friends? Oh, Jade! Where is she? Is she still asleep? Hey, Jane, there's a, like, a lot of stuff to say, and everything that's going on here is fairly complicated and heavily peopled. Now... Don't worry, I'll easy end comparing shit again. And, well, okay, cliff notes are Jake fucked off somewhere, and Dirk recently fucked off back here uh, through a window, but he left again pretty quick. Dave went with Dirk at whatever they're fuck uh, at wherever they're fucking off to. Now, I think get ready for some sword fighting, and yeah, Jade is still asleep, but a couple of trolls lurked her off. Somewhere safe for now. The rest of the junk is still sorting out. Myself, because, like I said, I'm new to this exact plan of shenanigans. Point of shenanigans. Yes, you mentioned that. I still don't know what you meant by... Wait, you and John came from another reality where everything went horribly, right? Uh-huh. I just remembered. Really, it's been such a roller coaster ride for my memory since I fell asleep. Your and John's travels were a critical part of the illustrated story we reconstructed through our memories with Callie. <gasps> What? You saw Callie in a dream? I did. Oh man, how is she? I saw her in a dream a little while ago when we talked about lots of stuff. She looked like a troll then. Yes, her troll Sona. She had hers on when I saw her. And we had ours on too. <gasps> Fuck! 
but she seemed to be doing well. Nervous, of course, and she was hiding, but we passed the time with our stories. It was a lot of fun. I'm so happy I got to meet her. I wonder if I'll ever get the chance again. Well, now that you mention it, it is one of my chief objectives to go looking for her. And not to be that rogue and brag all heavy, but I may in be in better touch with the Void powers now. So, maybe I stand a pretty good chance of tracking her down, because I got something for her. You do? What? A little prezzy in BD. I see. JK, the crucial fucking bling, Janie. One, one priceless digit donut with more carrots than the rabbit too fat for whole. Smatic too. Wow! Ah, mm. So you mean a ring then? Yeah. Oh man, that's a great idea, Roxy. You should try and give it to her as soon as you can. Then maybe we can all meet her before we ramp up for this battle. Hmm, yeah. You think I can do it? Sure. I like your chances, too. Same. Me too, Roxy. I also have some experience helping along in people along the right direction when it comes to navigating the abyss. Maybe I could assist? Yeah, maybe. I'm pretty sure I have experience performing literally the exact same task in a slightly different context, so maybe I can double assist. See, Roxy? Everyone thinks you should do it because they all believe in you. That's right. Shucks, fuckers. Y'all killing me here. Meow. I'm so happy. Frigus, you silly little bastard. What's up? Purr, purr, purr. Are the human beings so close together and happy and friendly? Purr, purr. Should make you really excited and happy, too. It make me feel like I want to be a part of everything. Purr, purr. Get close to a nearby person and be happy at them with my body. Purr. Jaspers, what are you... I can't help it, Rose. I want to cuddle. I'm feeling so pleased and friendly. Jaspers, no! No, no, don't! Oh, oh Christ. Next. Jasper's no! <laughs> Next. Because Rose Fry's only been prototyped once. Yep. And they're fusing. Yep. Next. <laughs> they're all just dumbfounded looking at this. Except Terezi, who's super dead. Yep. Next. Oh my god. Meow meow, motherfuckers. Jasper's sprite. Squared? Yep. Squared. Next. Well, <laughs> why is everything always so wonderful? <laughs> Next. Oh. Come to a, a dark dream bubble. Yeah. Next. Yeah, it's Calliope's. It's yep. With Jade. Yep. And they see a staircase leading outside of Echidna's lair? Mm-hmm. Next. Welcome back, Jade. Oh, God. <laughs> Next. <laughs> That's gonna be so good, because I'm just gonna edit this where Luke just says that. <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, but now we're seeing it, and... Yeah, we there just, she like, is. There's just darkness and a... Like, 
super powerful, like kind of has her own Lord in like energy. Yep. Lord English energy. Next. People call this Calliope uh, Lady English. Okay, fair. Yeah, that's her face. Yep. Next. Come toward me. Next. And that's all, like, bright. Hi! It's good to see you again. You are kind to believe that. How long has it been? There is no way to measure. Next. I like how Jade's just like, hi! <laughs> I think I know. <laughs> It's killing me. <laughs> Jade, could you wait over there? I will return in a moment. Next. She goes walking off. And like a weird white void in the wall. Yeah. This must be the weirdest thing for Callie. <laughs> Next. Yeah, like Callie and Jade kind of exchange glances. Yeah. Next. Callie walks on. Next. Follows uh, the other Calliope. Next. Next. Just getting through a lot of pages now. Yeah. <laughs> she, she got like, a wand. Yeah. Next. Just got a green light. Mm-hmm. Next. No. Yeah. You're like Next. tearing away the troll disguise. Right. Mm-hmm. And it flashes and we're just... Yep, there's Callie. Mm-hmm. Next. I've been searching for you. So you have. And I've been waiting. Um... What will it be? Pardon? I, I don't... Next. Uh, forgive my faltering, Miss... Um... Miss Calliope. I don't know what to do. Am I supposed to ask you something? No, but you may if you wish. Ah, uh, in that case, Jay told me you enjoyed telling stories, like me. Is that true? I used to. Long ago, I would tell stories to myself for the sake of amusement. Now I only tell them to others when it serves a purpose. Is there a story you would like to hear? Hmm. Possibly. There's so much to wonder. Why? Why are you here? I mean, in the lair of Echidna. This is where I was killed. Oh. Would you like to hear that story? Next. My death. Uh, well, go ahead. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> You're a very good voice actor, Luke. Thank you. <laughs> I was going to mention that Caliope has red text because that's the color of Caliborn's blood, so she yeah. did the same thing that Caliborn did to her. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you okay, Molly? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the whisper back to Luke's voice is very intense. <laughs> Christ. Okay, go All on. Right. 
My death was at the very end, of course. When telling a story of the end, where does one begin? At the true beginning, or one of the many points between disguised as such? In a story of the end, which events preceding the final moment itself shall be considered extraneous? For me, none were. For you, all are. It simply depends how long you're willing to listen, and for how long you have. How, how long do I have? Now that you're here, not long at all. Next. Oh, I want to listen as much as possible. Whatever amount of time I have, if you please. From the true beginning, then, and moving swiftly, I began the same as you. Vulnerable, weak, but without the comfort of others to whom those flaws would endear me. So I became strong and killed my brother. I wore him down. I ate his soul. I dressed my words in his blood to hear victory every time I spoke. I consumed his strength, too. It was always in me, just as yours was in him. But being strong was not enough. Next. A dead session is an impossible time challenge. The planets detonate sooner and sooner, one by one. It is a trial designed to be unwinnable. A muse of space could never solve it, but a lord of time could, with relentless perseverance. It could only be him. My brother. Yes. I was never meant to rise to the place he holds because the game was rigged tilted in favor of his aspect. Having gained immortality, I could sit forever in a spent dead session, or I could seek counsel with the mother of monsters, and that is why you stand in my memory of her lair. Next. Her choice was simple, and I accepted. She mercifully ended my life, then and there. Less mercifully is what came in exchange. My soul would have to wait here for what felt like a very, very long time. Wait for what? You. Echidna told me that your visit would be my signal. An indication that the furthest ring around me had uncoiled itself momentarily, enough to be navigable. It would mean it was time for me to go and fulfill the rest of my promise to her. So that is what I will do. Next. Then they were like on a spiral that was like space. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's cool looking. And Goes away into just the white void again. Yep. Next. I see. Then what about me? What do you mean? I was under the impression I needed to find you, and apparently that was true. So you can leave, but I thought this encounter might 
hold some purpose for me? You might let me know how I fit into everything from this moment onward? Your only relevance here, and to the greater good, was to function as my signal. A simple notification, as foretold by Echidna. Now that you are here, I can go. But, but then, what should I do? Next. You don't need to do anything. Be who you've become, and who I didn't. Consume the fruits of an existence I could never understand. She starts walking away. Jade's mm-hmm. down there. Yeah. Next. Live. Huh. Next. And Jade and the other Calliope disappear, and Calliope's left alone. <coughs> Next. She's real fun at parties. Oh. Yeah, really. Yeah. There's Callie by herself in yeah. the dark. Next. <gasps> Roxy! Next. <laughs> Next. Next. Roxy's smiling. Got something for you. Thir- yeah. I can't believe finally Space Gaze is canon. They're getting married right here on the spot. That's beautiful. Next. Next. Putting it on her finger. Put a ring on it. Yep. <laughs> and her eyes come back. Yep. Callie's back. Callie's back. Next. She's kind of like looking at it like I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Next. Doll oh, hands. hands. Next. Oh, they're smiling. Space gaze. <laughs> Space gaze. And then everything turns the color of Roxy's armbands and legs. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Oh, and Callie will be so happy. Next. And they're they voiding disappear. out. Yep, next. Oh, the whole screen then, goes void. And flash. Yeah. Next. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we get like a giant like snake thing. It's got like weird hairs on it. Yeah. If you scroll all the way over, there's Carcat and Kanaya. Yeah, and I can't uh, tell if they're coming also, or like, going. What? I said I can't tell if they're coming or going. I think they're yeah. going. I think the white void room is like where Echidna is. So they're leaving now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next. Uh, I'll take Carcat because you did a bunch of Carcat. That'd be great. <laughs> I uh, love my angry boy, but you know. Yeah, but he's an angry uh, boy. He's an angry, angry boy. Uh, I'll take Kanaya. Okay. Yes. No. Everybody good? Go for it. Okay. So you actually understood what she was saying with that ear-splitting r- malarkey? Yes. Wow. I guess we really did send the right person then. Plus one useless tag along, I guess to bear witness or something, and probably record the legendary conversation like a scribe with his bench warmer's pen into the hollowed scroll of the second banana. What? 
Because I didn't bring my pen or my scroll, and I don't speak monster screaming. So my transcript would read, like, Marshall noises, like God blinding the edge of glass inside the think pan. Mayor continues to nod along. We talked about you. What? You did? What'd she say? It was a short conversation. The entire exchange was quite brief and straightforward, actually. No, I, I got, I kind of got that. Even though I don't really have a keen ear for beast twaddle, I can still detect when a conversation doesn't last for much time. I mean, did she say what she wanted with me? Or what she wants me to do? You don't have to do anything. And she didn't want anything with you in particular. She just wanted you here. Okay, well here I am, Queen Snake. Satisfied? Yes, she is apparently. Then what did you talk about when my name came up? Now is probably not the right time to get too deep into the subject, but it was nothing bad. To the contrary, really. Okay. <clears throat> then what about you? Why does she want to see you, Kanaya? Can you at least tell me something about that maddening exchange? The bottom line is the meeting has served its purpose and Echidna is satisfied. She will release the frog when the time comes. I think Friska was basically right. She wanted to get a look at us, to assess our worthiness, before she would agree to authorize the conception of another universe. It would seem that we measured up, once her questions were answered. What questions? Those pertaining to how her universe would be treated once occupied, and whether we intended to take that responsibility seriously, by following through with the duties we have fundamentally tasked ourselves with by our natural inclinations. I mean us, specifically. You and I. Duties? Natural inclinations? What the fuck is she talking about? Natural inclinations, I think, just means some idea that is important to us that has threaded its way through every moment and decision of our lives, even when not apparent. The refrain of our being, maybe you could call it. A thing that attracts and inspires us and simultaneously weighs on us so heavily we are never sure what to do. For me, it is procreation, I believe. And so does she, fighting for the persistence of our people. I guess you could say motherhood? What about me, then? I think that's for you to say. I'm not sure it is, really. If I'm hearing you right, worthiness of inheriting this universe hinges on whether I can live up to what my shit is about, so to speak. But I don't really know what my shit is about. I'm really like to know, actually. Considering it sounds like you touched on the subject with her, even if only briefly, then it sounds like a conversation I would have benefited from understanding. Really, if there was only one co- Lanner's creature's read, I'd like to have been able to parse over my lifetime. That was probably it. Next. So, you really don't even have the slightest sense of what you stand for? Some concept that speaks to you in some way? Or represents ideals important to you? I don't know. Uh, blood. Blood. No, not blood. I, I mean, not really. Maybe. Honestly, I don't even know what that means or why I said it. Except it's the easy answer, because it's my fucking aspect. Well, it's a topic I can get behind. Do you have any? What? You mean aside from the shitload of stuff I carry around in my veins at all times? No, sorry. Oh. Please don't look at my body like that while drooling. Whoops. 
but really it doesn't have a I don't have a clue what my aspect means or if it even has any substantial correlation with my shit for whatever Kinda was going on about. Honestly though, when we started playing this game and learning about all the aspect stuff and who is what, I got so excited when I found out about mine. I was like, yeah, what? Blood. Fuck yeah. That's me. That's so badass. And I'm badass. So yeah, that checks out. And even though the thing about me being badass was bullshit, it still just felt right. And I think it still does. That's nice. I think it can be positive to feel a deep affinity for one's aspect. Better than being at odds with it. I never felt like I had much to do with space, until eventually, I somehow came to understand space meant more than just space. Like, not just physical room and dimension for stars to occupy. It's deeper than that. A field related to propagation. The ones who create it. They're passing a torch, as it were. Yeah, at first I thought blood just meant, like, something about being a warrior. Or maybe completely ruthless to anyone standing in the way of victory. As more time passed, I realized there's probably a lot more to it. And I still don't understand. Maybe I never will. But you know, even though I don't have those immature views of being a, a big shot anymore, I still want to fight. You do? Yeah. I mean, not any old time like some belligerent asshole, but when everything's on the line and it really matters. Like now. So maybe I wasn't too far off the part of being on that part of my aspect. Maybe it does have something to do with, like, the warrior spirit shit, even if your body or skills can't quite back that up. Could be. It could also be there's more to being a warrior than engaging in physical combat. Hmm. 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 Next. Oh, God. Get some water. <laughs> yeah, I, I got a drink right here. Yep. But seriously, I still do want to help with the... Make a difference in this battle somehow. I know you do. Look, I completely admit I'm shit. I'm the shit that reserved for the smelliest toilet when it comes to the fighting ability. All that smack talk between me and Vriska about my uselessness, that wasn't some snappy little farce where we all ride Karkat's crotch do for a little chuckle. It was just some fucking basic buller plate inter its location that was exactly on the fucking level. I'm not a god tier, but you know what? Neither are you, and neither is Terezi. But you're both great, and deadly as shit. It's no excuse. I've never been any good, and it looks took me a long time to come to terms with how deluded I was about that. The only reason we ended up when our game was that everyone else was able to pick up the slack for me. Pretty much all I did was spend a few weeks shouting at everyone. I never told anyone this, but even when I beat my Denizen, I'm pretty sure that only because I got the one reserved for the weakest players. Like a special one. You know how there's that supposedly rare one that gets re really strong players get? It's like, that's some weird fucking name. And pretty sure mine was like that, but just the opposite. Really, I never said anything about that because it was so embarrassing, but I got to him, he was weirdly small. Like, just really small. And he mows his chaotic shit, which of course I completely ignore, and he seems to know I will. I can hear it in his voice. He knows I won't care. He can sense my contempt. He can sense how small and pitiful I feel. And because he's like all-knowing and shit, he's factored this in. 
on some level, I think I understood all this, and it just made me furious. So I killed him. It was too easy. Even for me, it was easy. I remember thinking, what the fuck, after the final blow. So yeah, I've been pretty sure I got the training denizen ever since. It's just a matter of admitting it to myself. Actually, as dumb as it sounds, I think I'm still not comfortable with the evil knowing that fact. It still feels humiliating. Would you mind not telling one, Kanaya? I'll stay quiet. But yeah, my utterly tragic lameness attribute notwithstanding, I'd still like to contribute. I know I won't. it won't count for much. I might even get in the way of somebody competent. But it matters to me to put everything on the line for all the right reasons this time. Not to prove I'm strong or awesome or anything, that opposite really, to put myself out there knowing perfectly well I'm not. I feel like I have to earn the right to inherit this universe like everyone else. Not just get dragged into it under the loose fabric of everyone's fucking pajamas. It also feels important to just, I don't know, stand there with my friends. They're risking their lives and they may be more supernaturally resilient or whatever, but hey, I would be, I should be risking mine too. To at least know I'm there with them. And who knows, maybe a moment presents itself where I can do something important. Like nudge someone out of the way of a random flaming fuckball just in case. Or some other small thing that actually within my ability, maybe I'll die in the process of saving someone more uh, crucial to victory. If that's what it takes to be part of this, so be it. I'm in. That's why you're our leader, Karkat. That's not- I'm not your fucking leader. Statements like that are also why you're our leader. No, I don't accept that. You have to. What? Why? No, I don't. Look, we just established this back on the pad. I'm not a leader anymore. End of story. That isn't what Echidna said. Huh? Next. Love, Carcat. Poor boy. Love, Carcat. Poor boy. It was part of the deal. What? What deal? The choice she gave me. It was straightforward, like I said. Seeing us was mostly a formality. She was perfectly willing to release the frog, but there was one small thing I had to agree to first. What? To protect you. Huh? In addition to living up to the things I supposedly stand for as well, the resurrection of our people. But once I did that, she made it clear. They would need guidance. She didn't seem happy with the idea of her universe being stricken with another race of lost trolls. Maybe she feels you are the best chance we'd have at preventing that. Are you fucking joking? Not at the moment. <laughs> ah! These deserts are full of prizes, aren't they? Okay, cool. Whatever you say, can, uh... Probably a load of shit, but a deal's a deal. At least protecting me sound be pretty easy to live up to, right? I would hope so. Next. Sure it is. When I head out to battle, all you have to do is stick near me and do your best to provide me cover. I think as long as you're giving me your best effort, you're technically keeping your end of the bargain. That would be one way of handling it. Great, it's settled then. Now let's get out of this stuffy cave and get psyched for battle. Man, this is going to be great. I can't wait to dust off the old, the old sickle off. Which one to use, though? Home smell you later. Probably lacking in combat stats, but it's hard to say no to a classic. This way, Kanaya. 
Don't worry, I'll meet you out there. Next. Once it's all over. Huh? <laughs> Next. Bonk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Good night, child. <laughs> Good night, my precious child. Just knocked him out. Next. KO'd. KO'd. Next. Uh. I just, who else did that? Like, did, oh, it was um, it was so, uh, like so. It rose through the yarn rose bullet, to Dave. Dave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I, someone made a funny post, which I just want to repeat here, which was, uh, so either in Homesick, all the knights are wussies, yeah, or lesbians are very strong. <laughs> <laughs> both, both. It can be both, uh, and also I want to show you this comic now because it's one of my favorite Homestuck comics I've been wanting to show you for like literally the entire comic (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) pleasant dreams friend if you can hear me in your dreams (laughs) you probably can't oh I love Kanaya she's so good just well, well I gotta keep this guy safe best course of action just knock him out yep next and leave him leave him in the middle of Lofaf, who's going there. Yeah, well, knock him out and leave him underneath a lava flow. It's fine. <laughs> also face down in the dirt. Yep. Next. Oh, you guys met Jasper Sprite Squared while I was gone. Sure did. Yeah. <laughs> did you explain what we did with them, Ashley? Not yet. You can do that. Oh, I told Ashley that since it's two sprites together, we should try to say all of their lines in tandem. Uh, <laughs> no, that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> and so we would talk like this. Because the slower you go, the easier it is to stay synced up. You guys sound like fucking idiots. (laughs) 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 It's terrible. It's the worst. (laughs) Is this the bad idea? Yes. It's a real bad one. (laughs) It is. It is. (sighs) Oh, God. You want to take Jasper's right? Uh, I can. Go for it. It's All like right. Rose, but more energetic. Uh, okay. They're back! At last, an end to this dreadful lull in our recent social patterns. What lull? You've been talking non-stop since you were created. <laughs> Next. Now Rose got her pillow that she's just screaming into. <laughs> yep. You see, Roxy, we all knew you could find her. Especially me. Not to boast, but my faith in your ability to retrieve the cherub wasn't just some saccharine-friendly nonsense, like it was for pretty much everyone else here. It was established in what is now a highly focused understanding of my aspect, as well as these radically magnified feline instincts. Yes, good point. It's true that feline instincts in no empirical way can contribute to the once prognosticative... Oh, boy. 
One's acuity. prognosticative acuity, fair enough. But they really make it feel like my intuition has more credibility than it really deserves. And to get the cat portion of my being, that is good enough. Holy shit, I am legitimately pleased with myself right now. Hmm. Is this her, Roxy? Of course this is her. Hello, you beautiful creature. Uh. God. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Rose in the background. <laughs> just pillow on her head screaming. You no, know, just let me rub up all up on this head. <laughs> Keep my paws all up on this. <gasps> Roxy, she is a treasure. This skull, absolutely exquisite. So smooth to the touch and full of luster. So macabre, so sublimely exsanguinous. Quite the fetching artifact to keep propped on such a smartly dressed pair of soldier- shoulders. Could you stop pawing at her? It's creepy. The suit! Spectacular. Tailored yourself, I gather. You have no idea what a burning desire I have to get hair on it, but don't worry, I won't. Oh my god, her eyes, perfect glass, like a priceless doll's. Tis a special friend you pulled from the dead, Roxy. Thank you for sharing this gift with us. Hmm. Uh... <laughs> Next. And Rose is now punching herself in the face through the pillow. <laughs> this is the and, worst. Uh, I hate this. Death first Sprite is uh, going around uh, Jane. Oh, my God. Do you want to keep, still keep doing Jasper's Sprite? Yeah, or do you sure. Want what the fuck? <laughs> you there, John's hot mom. It wasn't a Freudian slip when I said it deliberately. <gasps> Kill me. We phantasmal kitty folk don't have much use for disguising the thoughts we think to be true on our minds, nor do we bother to veil attraction to what which we find sexually appealing. Meow. <gasps> These ideas I'm having, they're also interesting. Whatever this frame of reference has been all my life, color me glad I'm dead. John's hot mom, did you know you killed me? No, not the girl, the cat, I mean. You are twice culpable in a way. The murder weapon was in your custody and bequeathed to you roundaboutly by you yourself as an aged ghostly granny woman. The plummet of that gut-crushing tome was the last thing I ever witnessed. Of course, the old woman herself was murdered by a few the accursed thing too, so one could hardly blame her for pulling a few strings here and there that it might find another victim. But when a, def- when a bedeviled joke opus is taken with certain individuals, it can be difficult to wrest them away from its favor. Meow. Look at me boring you with all the elementary tome trivia everyone knows already. What is this, the kitten corner? The fact is John's hot mom, one time you and your cornball book made a pussy pancake out of me. I suppose Roxy had a hand in it too, technically, though it seems Mom had it in her blood to do well-intended harm to that poor critter I used to be. It's okay, though, because she makes up for it with the best funerals! Purr, they are a treat. Each of my halves received one. I remember you so clearly in that desert. As the life drained away and I muddled through the shabby last words of a raffish amateur, I clearly remember in spite of what a hackneyed showing that was I still had the presence of mind to be overwhelmed by the sense for how much you cared, and that gives me such warm emotion right now, it makes me want to poof up a little with friendliness. But these aren't the only memories of death I have, or the only memories of life I had for you. See, I've had many. Squaring these sprites, it's a marvelous thing, it opens you up. The cells become curiously multidimensional, concentrated. I recall the lives of many roses lost, and jaspers, maybe even more than nine. Not that any of them matter now that each chase their own laser pointers to their respective futilities, and now I'm all that's left of them. Nor does it matter to the task at hand for which we must prepare, does it, Hot Mom Crocker? Uh, uh, what? 
What? For the battle ahead. We're still on healing duty. Didn't anyone tell you yet? N- no? The game plan is simple. You jumpstart the cadavers while I shoot you around. How's that sound, cookie tits? Does it tickle your toe beans? Ah. Well, that sounds that. Plan of action secured. Maybe it's time for you to go away now. It may very well could be. Farewell, transitorily. Next. How's that sound, cookie tits? Christ. Purr. Chip. And she's off. Mm-hmm. Next. Shuffle. Ha. <sighs> Jumps into where Kanaya was. Yep. Hello, Kanaya. Funny meeting you down here in this cave. That is to say, the place I knew you went to and skittered here to visit you in order to find you. <laughs> Next. Rose. Dear God, what happened? What hasn't happened? We've been through a lot, haven't we? All of us. Reality itself, really. Reality has been through so much and puts people through so much simultaneously. Like the two of us. Reality's put one version of you or another through so many things with one version or another of me. It's all been so sweet and stupid and silly and sad, hasn't it? You'd agree if you could remember. But after I watched your molecules come apart as I lay there dying in the great big neon-skied litter box, there was one thing that occurred to me I never got a chance to say to you. Next. (laughs) Oh, God. Yep. Next. (laughs) Nuzzle. Next. And she's off. Poof. Next. Uh, now we're on um Dirk's planet. Okay, next. Dave and Dirk, surely this is where the party's at. Couple of cool cucumbers like you. See, Dirk knows what's up with, with the party pants. I'd call them the cat's pajamas if that phrase didn't literally describe my ensemble. God. Next. <laughs> They're just staring at her. <laughs> next. Feels like someone just dunked me in a chili tub. Earth to Strider Bros, does it look like I'm in the mood for a fucking bath? So, this is it. Big reunion comes down to this then. A lot of awkward sitting around while we gaze at my father's pretty pretty legs. Boring. I'm a sprite to the second power, yet what do I find sitting here on this ancient skyscraper? Nothing other than the true squares of this party. Brunch. Next. Pounce. And she leaves. Away! Yep. Next. Well, now I can finally get rid of... Oh, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god. Surprise Jay's unintelligent father and greetings, for it is I, a brand new entity which you are not familiar. And the bull troll sprite, I guess. Oh, hey, the last note of pro- unprototyped kernel. That's sure a tantalizing tidbit worth acknowledging if I ever ogled one. Like a stray toy some idiot chased under the fridge. Next. <laughs> Just hang it out. Yeah. Next. Jake is not into this. No. No one's into this. No. Next. She's into it. She's into it. Just her. Next. (laughs) Next. (laughs) Okay, looks like you're both really boring, too. Sorry to barge in on your weak times. Sniff you later. Next. She's out. And bye. Next. And returns. <laughs> God. <laughs> and then the rose <laughs> falls over with down. the pillow. <sighs> Just 
like Rose is like, okay, now it can get back. And like, it's probably like instant where she's like, right. no, goddammit. So it just occurred to me. No. I saw the spare green sprite and it's like the little blinking light on those Ghostbuster traps reminded me all it's an empty vessel in need of a lost soul. What? Wait, no, time out. Ridiculous, Cat Rose, I have stood by silently agog at your shenanigans, but I can't let that flagrant piece of misinformation go by unchallenged. Oh, really? That's not how ghost traps work. The light blinks after you catch a ghost. Oh, really? Yes. I just wanted to clear that up before you carry on with more of your silly nonsense. Anyway, please continue. Thanks, Professor Nerd. I'm feeling a lot more knowledgeable about a fake thing now. Now, about that sprite. Which of you here was concerned with the resurrection of fallen friends? (laughs) Was it you? It was you, wasn't it? Huh? Regardless, you're the only one left on this lily pad with any vested inherent... With any vested interest in whatever deceased number of that particular legume gets to rejoin us. And if my tally's correct, that's four torsos, but only one kernel. Vriska said that kernel was supposed to be for our potential resurrection purposes. And so was yours. Vriska? Who's this now? Hmm, no, can't say this name clinks a water bowl. In fact, it sounds very suspiciously like the name of someone who probably scampered off, leaving exactly this kind of world dilemma to those who'd be stayed put. So who's it gonna be, hmm? A princely young wizard who brought science through a wand? Or a fishy young princess who never spoke once to Lalonde? What about the other guy, the one thought half-dead only? Or the girl who likes ships, because they made her less lonely? Yowzers, what a mystery. Next. What a mystery. What a mystery. Yep. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) She's like the Cheshire cat. It's the worst. But seriously, that's all for me tonight, folks. I've sincerely adored hogging all of your attention, and you've been wonderful. Trills into the night. Next. Yeah, she's just gonna bring Nappa back, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> Next. Oh, Christ. Here we go. Wow, ten options. Wait a minute. You click and click, but nothing happens. This past election screen seems to be broken. Looks like Free Will got greedy and overloaded the thing with choice. Run the graphic up, they're completely useless. Every except you guess is a cool rollover thingy for the first time ever in the over nine thousand page history of this website, you begin to feel that f- feel slightly deceived. Oh, but you would have loved to taste the fruit of free will one last time before the wild ride jerks our bodies to a deadly stop. Alas, this is not to be. You would proceed through all these options linearly, one by one. You click the link below, as usual. But we can see how this is going to go. Yeah. We got a Dirk Dave. Uh, one with basically everyone still on the platform. Yep. Vriska, uh, Vriska and Nina. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roxy Calliope. Uh, Terezi, Rose, John, and Jane. Yep. And then uh, Roxy. Just Roxy. Uh, that is... um. Jasper Sprite. Or Jasper Sprite. Sprite, excuse me. And, and Jane. Jane. Uh, Roxy and Calliope again. Dirk and Dave again. And then uh, Roxy and Kanaya. Yeah. Boy. Next. Um, who should take 
Dave and who should take Dirk? Uh, I'm always willing to take Dave at this point. Okay. Ashley, do you want Dirk I'll, or do you want me to do Dirk? I'll do, I'll do Dirk. Okay. Just sit back, Luke. All right. <laughs> so, that was pretty fucking weird, huh? Yeah. Next. That was your sister? Uh, sorta. I guess she fused with her dead cat or something. Dead cat. The bottom line is we turned our back for two seconds and a shenanigan happened. Pretty much business as usual. At least that's how it rolls for us. I don't know about you guys here. No, yeah. That's pretty much true here, too. Yup. I turned my back once. Never again. What happened? A muscular troll took my sprite. I then acquiesced into merging him with my jackass pair of sunglasses. Oh, right. That guy. Yeah. Hmm. Mm Hmm. Next. They're just kind of sitting there. (laughs) Turks looking around. around. Mm. Yeah. Next. Sitting there. (laughs) Awkward boys. Awkward boys. Next. So. So. So indeed. So is so is pretty much the thing we're saying. That's uh our conjunction of choice, it seems. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Next. My good, good, awkward voice. <laughs> I guess you all pretty much showed up then. Yep, pretty much. Like, before I even got back, after the werewolf gold girl appeared and... Wait, what happened with that? It's like, a whole story, man. Mostly involving Vriska. Vriska? If you knew her, you'd know that's all I had to say. You'd be like, oh, it's a Vriska thing. Okay, forget I asked. She brought you here too, actually. Jumped her ass in that window to go do whatever crazy bullshit thing she needs getting done. Oh, right. Her. Then, I guess, stuff in this session is pretty much sorted out, finally. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and we're about to do battle? Seems like it. Okay. Oh. Are we ready for that? Kinda. Garcat made some drawings, so... Are you ready for that? I guess. I got, like, a sword and shit. Cool. Me too. Yeah, I know. Mine's not that good. That's too bad. What type of sword? It's Welsh. I mean, probably fake Welsh, I'm not that sure. Hmm. Well, mine's good. Yeah, I know. It's... Japanese? For real? No, I don't know. Probably fake Japanese. Fake Japanese. Kinda like how all anime probably takes place in some kind of fake Japanese universe. Something like that. That's cool. Tough getting a sword from a place like that. Yeah. Ako <sighs> Taco! <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, Dave's the one looking, looking yeah. around. Next. So, when are we supposed to fight? 
God, I hope soon. <laughs> Next. Okay. One down. Yep. Now it Next. makes sense why maybe some of these conversations repeat. Yep. <laughs> All right. I'll take Rose. Yep. Wow, really? And Terezi. Listen. <laughs> Wait, uh, no, but I also, I also have to be Calliope. You do have to be Calliope. Uh, I could take I can Roxy do, I can do Terezi if you don't want to do a whole bunch of people. Okay. So you've got I, I could I do Roxy like, and Jane. Okay. So I've got John, and, John and Terezi. Terezi. You've got Calliope and Rose. Molly's got Jane and Roxy. Okay. Yeah. That works. I, I figured doing two would be the, the best way to do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Luke. Yep, I know. Okay, now that uh, that little episode seems to be over, Roxy, maybe you can introduce us to your friend for real this time? Rose, I, I think you can come out from under the pillow now. No. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Great. Yeah, um, so like the hilarious Shisher Cat Rose already pointed out, this is my friend from the dead Callie, and she's super pretty. Oh. Uh-huh. She was my web friend on Lions for a long time, and Jane's too. Jane, you just saw her, but here she is again alive and everything. Hi, it's so good to see you again. Yes, likewise, Jane. And without your troll Sona, no less. This is your true form, I presume. Hmm. I think both Roxy and the enthusiastic cat girl are correct. Your natural appearance is quite handsome. Gosh, I'm sorry, I do not know how to reply to such remarks. Maybe it is because I can't bring myself to agree, no matter how nice your office uh, it is for you to say so. I hear ya. Taking compliments can be kind of hard sometimes. Like, if it's a weird subject for you, we can lay off. Kelly, you are surrounded by ass kissers. You should allow me to lick your face so I can make an objective determination. Damn it, Terezi! <gasps> it's the only way we'll know for sure. Though, if I'm being honest, you smell pretty ugly from where I'm standing. Oh my god, you're terrible! Please, John. I did not mean that in an unflattering way. I think having a skull for a head is pretty sick. If given the choice, I might rock the look myself. But I wouldn't stand for a bunch of cloying weedies sitting around calling me pretty. If that's how people reacted, what would even be the point of looking like a badass skull girl in the first place? Okay, I guess that's your opinion on that then. Thanks for sharing, Terezi. Don't listen to her, Callie. She's a weirdo. Uh. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I like Next. I don't know if you have it handy, Ashley, with that comic. The comic version of this that someone did where John sees Callie for the first time and he goes, Oh my god, you're so cool and scary looking! And she just breaks down crying and everyone stares at him. <laughs> no, it's even worse than that. You are uh, making John too nice on that uh, one. What did he say? Oh no. Like, wow, you're ugly. I, I didn't think he was that mean about it. He distinctly says, I'm looking through my folder right now. <laughs> Oh, you can click next, and I'll just... Yeah, yeah I'm on the next page. Maybe be more productive. <sighs> Let's see. So, anyway, regardless of how you feel about yourself, or whatever thing a rude troll may have to say, I think you're very cute. Even though you look a lot like your terrible brother, the fact that you're nice inside makes a huge difference. 
I think that when you're really a good person deep down instead of an evil jerk, the skull monster look becomes a lot more charming. Wow. Thank you. Uh, you, you met my brother? Yeah! He's garbage! I'm really sorry you had to grow up with him. Uh, me too. I roughed him up a bit, though, so it's all good. Ripped up his cape pretty good, too. He has a cape now. Not anymore. <laughs> hey, look! There it is! <laughs> nice! Well, what? The ring! I helped track it down through time for Roxy so she could give it to you. It's so cool to see that it works! Yes, I feel so much more substantial now. You must be a really good friend to her for her to want to bring you back so much. Yes, she's as good a friend as I could hope for. But then, since you helped, I suppose I owe you just as much gratitude, don't I? Nah, not really. I had to save the ring anyway, and it just seemed like the right thing to do giving it to her since she was so worried about you. It should be a nice thing that's between her and you. I'm just a middleman. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Ooh, my lights are flickering. That might be a bad sign. Uh, it's not ideal. Hopefully, I if I vanish all of a sudden, you know why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what should what should we do for the um uh, audio? Well, uh, honestly, auto saves. It'll be fine. It'll recover it. Okay. Oh, I found the cock. Oh, did you? What's he say? Uh, he says you're so scary. Yeah. See, he didn't call her ugly. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> It's still, it's a funny comic, though. Anyway, it's really nice to meet the person who finally gets to wear the highly touted ghost ring. It probably means you're pretty special to end up with it. What do you think you'll do with your life now that you're alive and free from your jerky bro? Oh, um, wow. I hadn't thought about it. The idea is overwhelming, really. Well, don't sweat it. You'll have a lot of time to figure it out. That's kind of the point of life, right? To take a lot of time floundering around, figuring stuff out? The answer will come to you eventually. You should just try to have fun. Next. I, I do really love that. It's like, where, like, Callie's always like, oh, I don't know what I can do. And everyone's like, no, don't fucking like, worry. Like don't, anything. Don't stress about it. You can do anything it. now. Yeah. Yo, Troll Grouch. John is so nice. Oh, it's fucking me up. I know, it's disgusting. Excuse me, Callie. What happened after I woke up? We were all following that mysterious path. Did you and Jade discover where it led? Oh, uh, yes. I met my other self. Oh, so you found her then? Indeed. Or, more likely, the timing in the furthest ring was right. Perhaps she had sensed me in some way and untangled the path through the darkness. In other words, I'd feel more as though I was... Summoned rather than being the one to find her. She seems tremendously powerful. She is also quite frightening. Frightening? Not that I think she's dangerous or has ill intent. My impression was very much to the contrary. I can't remember ever feeling so nervous. Not even my brother made me feel that way. Her demeanor was so severe and chilling and Someone like mine, I think. Well, maybe that's why you felt weird. Seeing a version of you that wasn't like you at all? Maybe. So, what happened? Not much. 
My presence there essentially freed her from that place according to a pact she made with Echidna. She and Jade then left to do what I do not know. That is when you found me. So you were only there to release her. Are you sure there isn't something important for you to do now that you're alive and with us? I doubt it. For one thing, I have virtually no useful abilities. I don't mean to badger you. I'm just wondering how you fit into all this. Getting to wear one of a kind ring and returning to join a group about to wage a pivotal battle. That strikes me as the profile of someone meant to do something important. What do you think he'll do? Maybe it doesn't have to work that way, though. What if those are just some facts about her which let her come back to life, but they don't have to mean anything other than that? Like anything about having to do some... Yeah. Like anything about having to do some huge, fancy thing? I guess so. First Dave tells me human beings don't have arcs, and now you're telling me that the culmination of an epic doesn't require a Sonic archetype to return from the dead, they're providing the key to everyone's salvation? I wonder what sturdy and time-tested narrative construct Jade is going to debunk next when she wakes up. Maybe she'll lay waste to the notion of in-game ships. Carcat won't be happy about that. Huh? Okay, I don't know what stuff you're going on about there, but I just don't think she'd feel like she has to do anything she doesn't want to. Uh, I think the truth is, I won't be doing so much of anything. My other self told me as much. Her advice was just live and exist as the version of us for whom it was an actual... That is an actual possibility. She's the one who will be doing important things. How so? She doesn't say. Isn't that... Isn't that always is with all alt selves? So cryptic. Hey, guys, it's been cool having y'all meet Callie and such, but do you think she and I can have a moment alone? Got some stuff I want to talk about. Rose is very angry that... <laughs> These people aren't following in with the fiction. Yeah. With, yeah, with literary schemes, yeah. Next. But I also love John, like, no, who fucking cares if she's not yeah, important? Yeah, she's a people. Yeah. She's just a person. Yeah, it's good. Uh, uh, so yeah, we... Mina and Friska. Uh, and also, if you go over the other ones, you can see what's currently going on with them. Oh, yeah. yeah. What happened before? The, the old day. ones. Dirk and Dave have yeah. separated. Yeah. Uh, the four in the group who are coming up, Terezi, Rose, John, and uh, Jane, have all separated off the side while uh, Roxy and Calliope have as well. Calliope, excuse me. Uh, yeah, next. Yep, ah, yes, Butch Friska. <laughs> yeah. Next. You know, uh, I've... Yep. Yeah, so I guess he'll take Friska. Yeah. Uh, or I'm guessing the other Friska shows up in this. How about that? If I'm going to guess. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, I guess. I'll, I'll just take this one for now. You know, I've got to say, I've really turned around on horses. What? Horses. I used to hate them, remember? I developed this weird superstition about them, about how they're cursed or something, and when they're around, they can only lead to bad things happening. Don't you remember how I was going on and on about that a while ago at the amusement park? Oh, guess so. But we've been hanging around them for a while now, and everything's been fine. More than fine, actually. Next. 
So yeah, horses are okay in my book. What do you think, Mina? Uh, about what? Horses! Uh, they okay. Kind of dumb and smelly. Be making, like, fucked up sounds out of their big-ass snouts on floppy lips. Yeah. Reminds me of the weird sounds that used to come from my neighbor's hive at weird hours of the night. The fuck? Don't even ask, because I don't know. (laughs) Next. So enough about stupid animals whose presence have no rational explanation anyway. What do you want to do today? Today? Yeah. There is no today. You know what I mean. Within the ambiguous time frame that would loosely correlate with a single rotation of a planet. Any ideas? Nah. Come on. We can't just spend all of our days hanging out in this idyllic, bizarrely palleted cliffscape with all these stinking idiot quadrupeds. We should go exploring some more bubbles. We explored an awful lot already. Ain't they sort of all the same by now? I mean, roughly speaking, yeah. They're all arbitrary memory collages, I guess. But there's always something new to see every time. Whose ridiculous memory will we see next? Like some nutty version of Kanaya who became a god tier in some totally ludicrous version of our session. Maybe a version of John who never even played the game at all. Maybe he went outside to look for the game and his fatherly loose backed over him with his car. Or what about your friends? They're always fun. Like Nepeta's ancestor? The deaf one? She's a riot! Plus, she's a fantastic, fascinatingly dark history with her memories always seem to hint at. Or Eridan's douchier clone? I know you have a great time whenever you get the chance to own him. So what do you say? Eh, I don't know. But you seem kind of bored. If you're bored, doesn't it make sense to get out and try and have fun? Not really. But why? Because it doesn't sound that fun. This sounds like the same shit as always. Like, exactly like dreams. Dreams? They are dream bubbles after all. Yeah, but I don't... Dreams and also like a fa- like a crazy fancy ride full of fake shit that makes no sense. I get a great time in theory and I guess that when you're younger it's fun. Maybe I look forward to the sleeping to see what the great... Mr. Sandclam has a store for you next. But after sweeping, weeps and sweeps of dreaming, you get used to it. It's just sort of the same bogus crap your stupid brain is just shuffling up and serving you again and again. So you stop paying attention and just ride out your sleep. And get back to bitches the real like a legit person with cool plans. Huh. I don't think I've had the same experience, honestly. Sounds like kind of a bummer to look at dreaming that way. I always liked dreaming. I mean, unless they were awful dreams, which was fairly often. But I'd never say I really got bored of them. Yeah, well, you're uh, a bit younger than me. I am? (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. I never thought about it. And again, we future ladies are... We sort of have to get used to being around people younger than us are over our full lives, like, much younger. Or at least I'd have to if I'd actually... if I was actually alive. I guess you're right about that, too. That's pretty fucked up to think about, actually. That if you were alive, you'd have to deal with existing nearly forever. Almost as fucked up as the fact that you have to exist nearly forever while dead, too. Hmm. Hey. Huh? Are you okay? Yeah. You seem really down. No, I'm cool. Are you sure? 
Eh, maybe not. Doesn't matter. What's wrong? Nothing. Ugh. You know you can talk to me, right? Yeah. So tell me. I know what's wrong. I'd tell you if I knew. Are you depressed? Huh? It sounds to me like you may be depressed about something, or just in general. I don't know, damn Fishka. Hey, it's okay to be depressed. I think just because you're dead, that doesn't necessarily let you off the hook from having psychological problems. Pretty sure I proved that to myself on more than one occasion already. Yeah. So talk to me. Maybe I can help. Ugh. What's the big deal? I don't wanna... <sighs> Mina. What? I'm not good at, like, talking about me. That's all you ever talk about. No, I mean, in a non-aggrandizing way. Oh. Ahem. <laughs> yup. Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Sorry if I'm interrupting whatever the fuck is going on here, but I'm afraid I'm going to need that treasure. Next. Yep. Oh, oh shit. So oh, the Vriska's Butch- are going to fight if you hover over it. <laughs> yeah. Butch Vriska's going to fight. Bless uh, <laughs> <laughs> Butch Vriska. Butch Vriska. Yeah. <laughs> Dirk and Dave are like Dirk is now uh, Dave is now lying down. <laughs> uh, all the people are talking on the lily pad about stuff. Yeah, the Vriskas are about to fight. Yep. Next. <laughs>